Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We're going to start this big owners edition as we head towards the AG Hunter Cup, the time on his grand circuit race on Saturday night at Melton. And we're starting with a great man who I don't, I wonder what he's thinking about the draw with copy that. Good morning to you, Merv Butterworth. How are you, Jason? I'm very good. I reckon, I, I don't think you'd be one bit perturbed. You're out there wide in the front line with copy that, but you know how good he is. He's come back to Australia. We got a side at, at where he's at at Ballarat and he was absolutely dominant. So I would be thinking you're you're pretty comfortable with the situation right now. Am I close to the mark? You're 100% correct. What do we think? Have we got any idea? I mean, obviously you'd love to be in front because copy that is unbeatable in front virtually. We know that there's only one time I think in his career he's been beaten and it was during that spring campaign here where uh, things he just wasn't the copy that that we know from New Zealand or we saw at Ballarat either. But... Um, I don't think it's not the be all and end all, is it? In New Zealand, in um, in um, not when was it? About October, November. Around that mark, he yeah. Won, he won at um, Alexandra Park from fifty-five metres behind. <laughs> then a week later at uh, Cambridge, he won from seventy metres behind. Um, both in New Zealand record times. So he's proven he can't, and they were in class fields, he can come from behind. It's just that the opposition have always allowed him to lead, which Blair Orange has taken advantage of. So he's not necessarily a front runner. Are you think, I mean, we know he's not just a front runner, and we'll. We'll get to the actual, you know, where he sits in the Pantheon um, and what this campaign might mean for him soon. But do you have in your, your own mind an idea of where you, you think you think he'll be here? Do you think they'll do the same and say, look, we saw what copy that was like at Ballarat. He's now in that New Zealand dominant, crazy cup-winning form. We're just going to let him roll to the front? Or do you think they're going to park him in transit? Blair Orange is the premier driver in New Zealand, the best, and um, I don't give him... We, we don't even discuss how the race should be run. Blair says, you never know until they let it go. Um, so <laughs> all, all, all I hope for is that we'll be two wide, two back, three back, and let the others use up their gas early in the race, and Blair will make his own decisions. Now, I know the horse, particularly after, um, you know, what he's been through and uh, some time off the scene, he he, he owes you nothing and uh, he's got nothing to prove to you. Those two New Zealand Cup wins, absolutely incredible. In fact, his, his age-restricted career as he was coming through, amazing. His strike rate, phenomenal. Having said that, um, being from Australia yourself, I can't help but think that there is or has been a little part of you, Merv, that has wanted Australian fans and audiences and crowds here to see the very best of copy that. 
They got to see uh, uh, a, a measure of that, I think, at Bray Raceway, Ballarat. But I think for the horse's legacy, it would be wonderful to have him have a, hunt, a race like a Hunter Cup sitting there on his CV alongside those two New Zealand Cups, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be the cream on the top of the cake. Because Absolutely. The, I mean, you, you, if we're talking about the great... The greatest staying tests, I mean, you can throw the Inter-Dominion in there, but the New Zealand Cup is the greatest of all staying tests. And then as far as we've got here in Australia, the AG Hunter Cup, we've always called it the Melbourne Cup of harness racing, haven't we? Yes, yes, yes. Is he is he your favourite horse you've ever had? Because I reckon there's, there might be one that Karen Manning drove in the New Zealand Arden Cup win that might be very close. Arnie. Yeah, Arden Rooney won the New Zealand Cup. He won a Hunter Cup. Um, there's not not a lot of difference. One, um, Arden Rooney was a very very strong horse. Copy that is the fastest horse, one of the fastest ever. They are a bit chalk and cheese, aren't they? Because Arden Rooney's stock in trade. Arden Rooney was a throwback to a previous era, wasn't he? Where he just lay down um, twenty eight second quarter after twenty eight second quarter and crush his rivals into submission, whereas. Probably copy that can do it a couple of different ways. I mean, he's very, very fast, but um, you don't win New Zealand Cups unless you're pretty bloody strong as well, Merv. Well, today you've got to have speed. And the pluggers of the past just can't cope with horses that have speed. And copy that's got that by the truckload. Question without notice, Merv, when you're looking through that field... Is there one or two that you can select in your own mind and you think they're my biggest dangers on Saturday night at Melton? It's a good field. Um, it's a good field. Um, a good mate from New Zealand, Trevor Casey, will be on the same table on Saturday night. He's a spirit of St. Louis barrier one. Um, if we win, I expect him to run second. Um, Luke's a very Luke McCarthy's a great trainer, and so is Belinda. Sorry, Belinda. Um, um, Belinda's other horse in um, Expensive Ego is a great stayer. Um, I think they're the three three best horses in the race. Well, I'll tell you what. The, the only thing I will say at that table is that. The one horse who's most likely to park you in transit there is Spirit of St. Louis. So I don't know if you two want to just go to the opposite ends of the table just for a few minutes, grab your drinks and, and sit apart from each other during the course of the race because I think that might be the, uh, tactically at least, I think it might be Trevor's uh, Spirit of St. Louis that could, be the, uh, that could be the tactical issue for you anyway, Merv. Yeah, Spirit can't, can't lead and put, put up with all the pressure over 2,700 metres and win the race. That's not his cup of tea. Okay. Because I don't think Torrance Saints, I don't think anybody else is going to hold you out now that I'm looking at the, that front line. So maybe the lead will be there for copy that. But as you mentioned, uh, you're not overly worried about um, you're not overly worried about tactics. And talk to talk to us about your relationship with uh, Blair Orange as well, because it's um, it was one of those strange situations at Ballarat where I think Rob Orber and I, in particular, um, broadcasting from the Trots Vision. Uh, studio there were in that weird place of having to maybe educate people about what a legendary driver Blair is because the Australian 
fans. Now, there's plenty of people who love harness racing who watch both Australia and New Zealand, you being right at the head of the table, but um, explaining what a legend Blair Orange is and, and how unbelievably revered he is over in New Zealand. Well, Blair's, Blair's driven for us for about 15 years. He's very quiet, unassuming. He's gentle. He's a gentle driver. You hardly, hardly see him use the whip. He's He and Mark Purden are the very best of that caper, getting the best out of the horses without, don't like using the word, punishing the horses. Mm. Um, he's, he's magic at... Uh, at strategy, um, will usually end up sitting behind the leader. Um, he just coming around the home term when he looks around and is known as the Blair Stare, he invariably wins the race. Uh, well, I thought I, I, I thought he, I thought he, I said to him in the post race interview after the Ballarat Cup win that he might have needed a neck brace. Yeah, yeah, that many looks over the shoulder, waiting to see, just having a look where everyone was, and you could tell when he was get, when he was sitting around with the blast there, there, the copy that wasn't getting beaten, and it was the beauty of the win, not only to be able to come and get a really big win uh, in the lead up to the Hunter Cup, but it was awfully soft, wasn't it, Merv? Awfully soft. Yes, the I, I still can't work out where the opposition were um, throughout the run. A couple had a go, one of Grimson's horses. You can't face the breeze over 2,700 metres anywhere in top class and expect to win. It's not the days of pure steel. It's, it's, a, very, it's a very, very hard thing to do, isn't it? Well, maybe Arden Rooney would have been one of the horses who could do it, but it's a very, 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 very difficult thing to do. Uh, now, also tell me uh, where Ray Green will be watching the race from and also um, whether we're going to have your long-term partner in crime, your... Your lovely wife, Meg, going to be on track because I know she couldn't be at Ballarat because um, I would imagine you're going to want to celebrate a little bit if this thing all turns out on Saturday night. Yeah, Meg will be at the track. She, she was at Ballarat. Um, she's got a, a gammy knee at the moment. Um, but she was down there in the presentation and she'll hopefully, we're, we're both at the presentation on Saturday night. Okay, I, I, I thought you were getting a call from Megan. I thought she might have been at home, but it's just a, it's just a slight gammy knee. Well, we've all had a bit of a gammy knee at some point, but um, uh, it'd be great to share this because these are long. I mean, Meg, of course, and then Blair and and Ray Green as well, long term relationships, and you wait a long, long time for uh, for horses like Copy that day. You to be able to have uh, Arden Rooney and Copy that. After owning so many horses, you've contributed so heavily over so many years, and you've had so many really good horses. Like I say, I'm not even going to push you, Merv, to tell me your favourite of all time might not even be Copy That or Arden Rooney. There's been plenty you would have loved. There was one of yours called Brooklyn Butte back in the day who I absolutely loved. They don't always have to be the best of the best for you to love them, as long as you know they're going out and giving everything, and Copy That definitely does that. Yeah, you'd have to say Copy That is the most exciting horse. Re- regardless of what he's won and how much he's earned, he's the most exciting horse that we've won- that we've raced. And tell me in your in your mind, having followed um, harness racing right around Australasia and for you know so many years, where do, where does the Hunter Cup sit for you in terms of um, the most important races for you to win? Um, for Victorians. 
um, definitely it's the number one race in Victoria, for sure. And it's good that we have invaders from other states coming coming to Melbourne to add both their flavour and and have a go at the race. Um, it's it's number one. It's it's better than I, I can't think of any other race Victoria has that's that attracts more attention and has. Um, you know, you put your name against being the winner of the Hunter Cup. It's the epitome of what you're in the business for. It is the name too, isn't it? It's, it's, it's there are. This is what Dan Malecki and a few others were discussing last week. Why the VL Dullard Trotters Cup should be a Group One race because there's certain races that have just got the name. You can sort of have a few that move around and um, and change names and change sponsors and all the rest of it, but. Kind of when you think about the uh, the Inter Dominion, the New Zealand Cup, the Hunter Cup, this is the this is the pinnacle of racing tradition or harness racing tradition, isn't it? It is. It is indeed. All right, Mev. It's been great having a chat, mate. We wish you all the best of luck. I don't think you're going to need a hell of a lot, to be honest. I think I think the main bit of luck is not to run into too much traffic on the way out to Melton, basically, because uh, I think Cobby that is the horse to beat. Uh, Blair Orange, as we know, will drive a brilliant, beautiful race. And if you get a little bit of luck, I'm pretty sure that um, I'm pretty sure you are the one to beat. But it is a Hunter Cup, and you won't go in there overconfident. And I know you won't because you know you're racing against great horses. But I reckon you'll be of the same opinion that you're heading there uh, without expectation, with uh, with a fair bit of hope, and and hopefully it's a great night for you. And we very much appreciate you joining us on Trot's Life, mate. And I must add that Ray Green is still recovering from. The horse kicking him in the in the stomach. Um, unfortunately, he's not allowed to fly at the moment. And Andrew Drake, his number one right hand man, is looking after copy that at the Ballarat stables. And Andrew is doing a magnificent job. And he reports that copy that has further improved since the Ballarat Cup. I thought that might be the case. That's not the news that the uh, rivals want to hear, to be honest, Merv. But I thought that I thought that would have been the case. So um, we are looking forward to seeing Copy that. Who, as I mentioned, if there's a champion in the field already, he's the one that uh, lays claim to it. But he certainly steps an, uh, another whole leap towards being known as an Australasian champion if he wins the Hunter Cup on Saturday night. Good on you, Merv. Okay, fingers crossed. Thank you. There's Merv Butterworth.